Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And uh, we got a lot, to, a lot of stuff to navigate today. But first, before we get into the uh, news and information that we like to uh, cover accordingly for our pilot loving friends, uh, we, we got to discuss... Uh, an email that we got. Actually, it's not just one. We've been getting these uh, over the last few weeks, actually, you know, as, as COVID kind of kicked in, um, you know, one of the things that we've been doing, like everybody else is making some adjustments. Now, for those of you who don't know, I also do a show called scuba radio. I also do another show uh, for uh, boating called the world of boating. So we have boating, we have scuba diving and we have aviation you know, uh, for private pilots, that kind of thing with just plain radio. And on those other two shows, we have been doing a video as well as radio. Uh, you know, I have the face for radio. I'm the first one to admit it. And you can actually see this if you go to scuba radio.com or world of but you do not see this on just plain radio. And that leads me to the email that we have received Dennis, we have been getting requests like, hey, you do it for your other shows. Why don't you do it for Just Plain Radio? Have you seen me? Well, you know, once again, I didn't want to put those radio. Uh, words in your mouth. I just put them in mine. But uh, they figured, uh, you know, look, if you're going to abuse your scuba diving listeners and your boating listeners, why are you holding out for our, us aviation folks? And the answer is, yeah, we just didn't. We feel that we've already abused uh, two out of three. Should we go for the full Monty? I don't know. Maybe. So so we are looking into it. There are some technical things that affect whether or not we can do video as easily for our other shows as we can for Just Plain Radio. But we are getting those requests, believe it or not, there, Dennis. So how do you feel about that, first off? Uh, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's just plain radio, so it'd be just plain radio and some video if we uh, end up going down that route. And uh, for whatever reason, Jerome is one of them. He just said, you know, you do it on your other shows. And, you know, I just find it interesting to actually put a voice with the, uh, you know, with these pictures. And, you know, he didn't make a comment like, man, you're even uglier than we thought or anything like that. But uh, he he's curious and he thinks it are just plain radio passengers would uh, enjoy seeing this. I, I'm not so sure, uh, but but if we apologize before we attempt such a thing, maybe that will cover our, you know, our, any potential issues and lawsuits, that kind of thing. <laughs> Trauma, maybe that's more the proper word that it would uh, cause. So, but are you game if we start doing this or not? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I probably have to make a, a few adjustments in my studio because uh, it's actually also my basement. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't think people want to look at uh, the unfinished basement, but we can certainly dress it up a little bit and put a Zoom background in and hide some things. But That's right. We or be. worst case, I, I got an excuse to leave the house and go to the hangar and we'll uh, we'll record up there and you'll get the airport ambiance in the well. background. Well, we, we will see. But once again, we've had a request to make Just Plain Radio uh, more of a visual experience as well. We will see if we, we want to go down that road and torture you accordingly. But I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, laying the groundwork, and, and we are hearing you, and we are considering it. And against our better judgment, maybe we'll end up doing it. Who knows? On that I, note, I still have to remind them, though, that this is a radio show. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, uh, you, you, you got to understand. All we, all you're going to see is us talking in front of a microphone for the most part, and seeing like, wow, he really does have a face for radio. He speaks the truth. That's really all it proves. But hey, if it means making our, you know, or uh, responding to our passengers accordingly, you know, we're we aim to please and you know potentially annoy, at, uh, you know, per request, I guess. So we'll see where it goes, but uh, just know it hadn't gone unnoticed, and we'll we'll decide what to do here in the coming weeks. That said, there's some other news and information that we need to navigate through today that's probably a little bit more useful than all that nonsense. And that includes or involves uh, location devices and how we seem to be behind the curve. So what what, what is going on? with this uh, situation that, uh, I don't know, what it was on AvWeb, an article on AvWeb this week? Yeah, it just came out on AvWeb. Uh, Paul Bertarelli did a, a great uh, great video kind of giving a little bit of backstory into the history of ELTs and whether they work or not is really what it comes down to. And I've been saying the same thing since we equipped our Mooney with uh, ADSB out. My wife knows where the airplane is to within feet using any number of uh, commercial apps and the FAA can figure out where I'm at. Heck, I, I think the CIA can even figure out where you are with just your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why are we relying on, you know, 1970s technology and it's a requirement and it's a very expensive requirement to put ELTs in the airplanes? You know, every two years, the aircraft, you have to replace the battery pack in it. And even though it's nothing more than some C cell batteries, uh, you know, you're paying 50 bucks to get that approved certified battery pack in. Uh, if you were to put a newer technology um, ELT in, they're anywhere from $600 to $1,500 plus installation and cabling. They've got to have a GPS antenna. And the likelihood of them actually working in a crash, the statistics say here, if, you, if they work in one of three crashes, you're doing well. Okay. One out of three is kind of bad. (laughs) Well, you know, think about it though. You know, in an airplane, you've got a very dynamic environment. You're smashing the airplane onto the runway. At least you are with your landings. So, you know, there's a lot of a bouncing and vibration abuse they take, but in an actual crash, if something were to happen, how hard would it be to have the back of the airplane break and, you know, bust the antenna off and the transmitter's not going to work? Yeah. Well, Uh, it works, but uh, when they hone in on it, you're not there. (laughs) Well, kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Don't need it then if I'm not there, right? Mm, well, yeah. Okay. But, so, but, but these, uh, these devices, uh, the manufacturers have to put them, put them in or the, the private pilot 
or both? Um, it, from the factory, they have to come with it. If you have an airplane that doesn't have it, you, you know, with some exceptions, they're required in all, all civil aircraft. Mm. Uh, so how does that uh, differ, say, for instance, like in a boat when you have like an EPIRB, which uh, activates like if it could be activated by water if the boat goes down, that kind of thing. These are kind of similar, aren't they, or are they? They, they are similar. Um, the EPIRB, though, it has a lot more information, and there's nothing precluding us from having an EPIRB in an airplane. Um, you know, it uses, it's got its own GPS receiver. It's on a satellite monitored frequency. Um, our current older technology ELTs are no, no longer even being monitored by satellites. So the only way somebody's going to hear that signal is if they're actually sending out a search and rescue plane looking for you. And by that point, you, you could have already figured out where the person is with us. You know, if they just carried a spot locator or an EPIRB on them, they could have deployed that. Um, even you know, a garment in reach, one of these little satellite communicators that use the Iridium network. There's mm-hmm. so many better things that we could be using. The only thing that ELTIC being an advantage is if you're unconscious in an accident and it happens to go off, which in a lot of cases it doesn't, um, you, you have an accident, something doesn't trigger the ELT in the crash, um, it's not sending out your position automatically. But search and rescue resources have the ability to lock in on the last position up to, you know, up to 15 minutes of your data is available from your ADSB. Your cell phone is constantly broadcasting. So if you're over the United States and within cell range, the Civil Air Patrol has the ability to pull information in minutes to figure out where you are. I think these resources could be far better than requiring, you know, an obsolete brick of metal in the back of the plane. Okay. And so that's what they were saying during the article as well. Why don't we upgrade and just like uh, make an app um, for that as opposed to have this uh, antiquated technology that... We have been forced to use forever. Is that it? Well, I think it's time to get rid of the congressional mandate. The reason that we have ELTs now is because uh, two congressmen went missing in a plane crash, like a Cessna 310 back in in Alaska, and they never found them. And so Congress says, we can't have this happen again. And so they forced it upon the FAA to implement this. And unfortunately, since 1973, progress, you know, technology's marched on. There's better solutions, but we're still tied to this requirement that we have to have this ELT that in most cases, 98% of the ELT activations are errors. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not actual emergencies. So we waste a lot of time and resources trying to track down accidental activations. Right. Uh, and so it's old technology the, that doesn't even work half the time. It's so not it's, even half the time. Well, yeah. time for an upgrade, it sounds like. So maybe we, they can get with uh, the boating industry, get EPIRBs. Uh, or once again, I think an app. It, it, this should be uh, covered in an update with ForeFlight. It could You're happen. Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong at all. Yeah, see? We've solved all the world's problems, or at least in the aviation world. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. About this time, someone is telling you to get on the plane. Get on the plane, get on the plane. I say, <laughs> you, I'm getting in the plane. In the plane. Let evil Knievel get on the plane. I'll be in here with you folks in uniform. I be flying yeah, I be flying Shouty, I be flying yeah, I be flying Shawty, I be flying high. It take long to get this fly. If you ain't up on my level, this a piece don't reply. Bye. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We are navigating the latest aviation news and information. And then a few other um, extraneous stories that have a loose connection to aviation. And I think that's where we find ourselves now because it involves one of my favorite subjects. Not by personal choice, but just because we have to be aware of them. And that means it's time for some drone news. What do we got, Dennis? Eagles one, drones zero. Okay. Is this a new football team? The drones? I know about the no. Eagles. No, this... no, unfortunately, this is a uh, bald eagle. A bald um, eagle. A real eagle. A real eagle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, took out a drone that was owned by the state of Michigan from their... Uh, environment great lakes and energy division so eagle hmm. versus eagle kind of interesting huh interesting indeed okay yeah so they actually use an eagle acronym for their drone well they use an eagle acronym for the their department kind okay. of like the dnr all right so the eagle drone that they sent up over some lake in michigan got attacked by a bald eagle yes it did and it lost yeah. in the fight fight it's somewhere on the bottom of Lake Michigan, right? Wow! Now. I mean, did they got video of this? I haven't seen the video. I, I mean, I haven't seen the video either. But I mean, it's they're they're certainly taking the incident with the, you know fairly lighthearted approach to the whole thing. I mean, right. it sucks that you lost a nine hundred dollar drone mm-hmm. uh, to a, a wildlife attack, but 
Right. And there's nothing they can do about them because, uh, you know, because the Eagles are protected too, I would imagine. <laughs> yep. So, and if, if anything, they, they would have to go and investigate themselves for harassing the wildlife, right? Yes. You're not even allowed to possess feathers or anything like that. Imagine if the rotors did any damage to the bird or. Yeah. But, all. but what, okay. So the Eagle came in, swooped in and literally attacked the drone and disabled it to the point where it, it sank to the bottom of the lake. Basically what happened. I mean, they, they said the, the attack could have been a terri- territorial squabble with the, ah. the electronic foe, or maybe it was just a hungry eagle. Uh, eagle. Maybe it didn't like its name being misspelled because, you know, yeah, they called exactly. it division, E-G-L-E. You making know, me and, look bad. No, no, you don't. Not in my house. And the eagle swooped in, took it out. I mean, the, you know, and what kind of drone are we talking? I mean, how big? It was big? like a, a DJI. You know, oh, okay. A, a, One of those white know. ones, typical yep. quadcopter type deal. Exactly. And uh, just swooped in and, and uh, I, you know, I've seen videos of, you know, birds, whether it's eagles or other birds uh, attacking a drone, but this sound, I mean, you know, eagles can get pretty big actually. So I guess if it you've ever been to the zoo and seen a, a bald eagle, you sure don't want them to come messing with you. Right. You know, that they're, they're a good sized animal and you know, those talons are no joke. Mm-hmm. So it just takes those, uh, you know, it only takes a talon to, uh, a blade or two and that thing is done. So exactly. I mean, the air force was looking into training Falcons, you know, how they use Falcons to disrupt uh, birds at airports and things like that. They're right. looking at, you know, training them to intercept a, uh, uh, you know, a drone because with those talons and the speed that they have, they're far more maneuverable than, you know, another drone would be to try to, you know, catch something like that. Right. Well, there you go. All right. Well, like you said, uh, Eagles one drones zero. <laughs> Uh, and whether that ends up being a more of a trend, you know, mother nature may just come in and solve our drone problem when it comes to conflicts with drones and private pilots. Uh, cause evidently at least we know some bald eagles aren't, aren't big fans either. So there's well, I that, just, you know, picture it as, you know, freedom, right. You know, the, the bald eagle is a symbol of government and, you know, our, our freedom. And maybe he was just trying to free us from our, uh, drone overlords. Yeah. Right? Aren't those DJ, uh, DJI, uh, drones made in China? They are. Coincidence? I don't think so. I doubt it. All right. So there you go. Now, uh, maybe some other, uh, drone news. It's a little bit more on the positive use, uh, you know, view, I guess involves drones in stadiums. Is that where they're using these things now? That's right. Uh, some stadiums in Texas are looking at uh, using drones to disinfect the actual uh, seating areas uh, in between games or in preparation for for games and events. Uh, you know, instead of having to walk through the stadium with sprayers and buckets, they can just uh, program a swarm of drones to go out and lay down disinfectant like cross crop dusters would. Wow! Uh, except that you're doing this, you know, the, the seats of a stadium. Okay. So they're flying around the stadium and spraying down all the seats with some kind of chemical bleach or something to disinfect uh, the the stadium and uh, eliminating a bunch of jobs, I guess, in the in the process too. Well, I don't know if they're eliminating jobs because they still need the janitors to go in and sweep up the popcorn and gum and beer cans. But, ah, you yeah, know, true. You, you just have, somebody's got to be able to go in and spray, you know, disinfectant and clean all those seats. And so, you know, here the Cotton Bowl, you know, which has been around since the 30s, has figured out that using technology to automate and speed up this process mm-hmm. and, and, and probably put it down more effectively than having people walking through and touching things and having the, the goo sprayed all over them. Yeah. And then there has to be someone hired to program the drones to spray the goo 
to clean the seats and everything else. So, so there's a job for you yet, Greg. Maybe. You know, another reason to have your drone pilot license, right? Yep. It is, it is a commercial operation. It would require a Part 107 license to be there able to There you do go. That. Hey, what do you do with that? Oh, I spray the goo at the uh, at the stadiums to keep them clean and, and uh, bacteria-free. Really? Lots of viruses that I'm worried about. Yeah. Or well, there's that. Okay. Well, uh, you know, that's an interesting use of drones. I mean, you know, if it's a stadium, it's open air. God, God help you if you're you're spraying down the seats and the eagle comes in and attacks. <laughs> well, then you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they ought to do that for like a halftime show or something for entertainment. That would just be that'd be fun. Yeah, but think about all the stadiums that we have. You know, not all of them are outdoor. Um, so you know, take you know, basketball. Uh, you know, those generally are an indoor stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here in Minnesota, we just recently finally got an open air stadium for baseball, but we had the Metrodome for many, many years. that was baseball and football. So, right. you know, that it certainly would be a much more convenient way to manage the, uh, uh, the amount of space and be able to lay down that uh, cleaner in a record time, you know? True. Yeah. And we'd be, it'd only be a matter of time before, you know, they'd get reports like, Hey, we got a, we got a guy in uh, section 304, uh, BO really, really bad right now. Can you hit him with the drone, please? Well, Hey, let's take this a step farther. So you've seen the, the videos out on YouTube of the guy that's got the mask slinging, uh, gun that he built that, you know, you can fire it at somebody that isn't wearing a mask and it puts a mask across their face. Right. We could, we could equip a drone to go through there and make sure that everybody's covered in the crowd. It's like a spider web mask yeah. thing. I like it. Uh, I, th- that would be, that would be fun. I mean, heck that would, that wouldn't be a job. You'd actually sell, uh, you know, be able to make money by selling the opportunity to do that to other people. Well, you know you'd I mean? have to have a camera to record the, the face, you know. It'd be way better than off. the kiss cam, right? Come on. Exactly. Exactly. All right. See, there's some, you know, there's practical some, there's, applications. Yeah, practical and fun things that you can do with drones. And we're here to uh, inform you accordingly on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. All right, so uh, the Blue Angels are back in the news. Uh, and I, I guess they're, they're, I don't know, they're putting on a few shows across the country at different events, a little outside the, uh, typical air show type of uh, venue because we haven't had any, but they're still performing and they made some new announcements or something. Is that what's going on right now or what? Yeah. The, uh, the blue angels are in the middle of a big refresh. Uh, they're, they're actually the one unit of the military that's still flying the original fa-18s and so they are in the process of switching over to the new super hornets but they're still flying the old airplanes yet this season but um more importantly you remember fat albert right from the blue angels hey hey, hey. yeah that not that one oh. the other one. Oh, okay the, 
the the rocket pod equipped uh four engine turboprop that would usually kick off a, a good thunderbird show they do that you know very impressive climb right rocket motors going and mm-hmm. that was you know crewed by marines and they would come in with the flag waving at the end as they're rolling out and a big well, mother. Their air, it, it was a big airplane yeah. and for them to do the high speed passes and things that they did with a, basically a transport trash hauler uh, that was, you know, quite impressive and, you know, quite a challenge and aviation accomplishments as much as what the uh, F-18s are doing. So but they had to retire it. They had to retire, but they're bringing they it out back, right? They are. Uh, they just took possession of a used uh, C-130 that we actually acquired from Great Britain. Uh, they were retiring the airframe and it met what the uh, Marines needed. So they actually bought a used uh, C-130 and refurbed and retrofitted it. And apparently it has just come back home to Pensacola this week. And so in traditional Navy Blue Angel style, well, they took it on a beach tour. And so Fat Albert in the lead with the the formation of F-18s behind it. And they did several passes up and down the Pensacola beach area. And boy, nice. I would have liked to have seen that. And they're that, not going to go down the whole politically correct thing and call it like Husky Albert or anything like no, that, right? No, it's, it's okay. Fat Albert. Good. That's what America's all about. It's not Big Bone. He's fat. (laughs) Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. This test today, it's important. I got it. I'm going to make you look good up there. Don't worry. Okay, now let's get these pants off and fly some planes. I'm learning to fly around the clouds. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information. All right, so, um, you know, rockets count, too. And I'm based in Orlando, Florida. That's uh, our home base of operations here for Just Plane Radio. Dennis is up in Minnesota right now, but he likes to come here. And one of the reasons he comes here is for the weather, for the diving that we like to do as divers. But also, every once in a while now, we get to see these uh, these rocket launches again. Uh, you know, they've, they've been coming back the last year or so with SpaceX. You know, it used to be a, a regular thing with the, uh, with the space shuttles, but we lost those. And now SpaceX has uh, stepped up and we're, we're having rocket launches like, I don't know, a couple a week, it seems like now down well, SpaceX here. SpaceX has been really busy with you yeah. know, commercial payloads, their own Starlink, and right. now their first crewed mission. You know, we talked a few months ago about the first manned launch from, uh, from U.S. Uh, soil. Um, happened, you know, they took a crew, Bob and Doug up to the international space station, but, uh, it was just a couple of weeks ago that those guys finally came back. I think they were, um, on orbit for over two months. Uh, they came back in uh, the middle of this month to a splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico. And it's just funny to think that it's been 45 years since we've had a capsule splashdown in the ocean. You know, we had the space shuttle came back like an airplane and landed at the the runway at white sands or, Edwards Air Force Base, and then eventually at the big shuttle uh, landing facility at uh, Cape Canaveral there. 
Right. Well, well that was a big deal. We're kind of deal. back to our roots, right? Yeah. You know, and, and when Bob and Doug came back, you know, initially they were supposed to come back to Central Florida, but we had this first tropical storm of the season come in and it had them, they had to change their splashdown uh, area to the Gulf. And, uh, you know, so everybody had to scramble at the last minute, but the folks over at the Gulf met them just like they do on the East coast of Florida. And, uh, the boaters went out there to greet them, uh, to the point where it got a little annoying to the coast guard. I don't know if you, did you hear that, hear about that? I, too? I did. I mean, the coast guard, you know, tried to keep everybody away. I mean, like, Hey, I just, I'm is- just trying to get a good, uh, good spot viewing angle here, man. Come on. No, but once the parachutes, you know, hit the water, uh, all the boaters then moved close in and they don't realize that, you know, there's actually toxic fumes from the thrusters and things like that on that rocket. Right. That's why they couldn't just pop the capsule doors open and bring the guys out. They actually had to hook it with a crane on the back of the recovery boat and bring Mm -hmm. it on deck. And they actually had to take their own people away from the capsule and make sure it was vented and everything before they could actually open it up. And here's all these boaters you know crowding that rescue or not you know not rescue but recovery operation so you know get a clue people well they were fans <laughs> and you know but they and i appreciate that i'd love to see it but i think i'd like to see it from more of a distance yeah well uh, just didn't give them you some watch, room to work yeah you gotta ask uh yourself if these boaters thought about you know the movie aliens or interstellar you know where they bring back the you know the alien and, and the spaceship i mean they've it just went out the window. They just weren't thinking. They just thought, hey, it's been so long since we've had this spectacle available to us for to go watch, and we're bored out of our minds right now. So this would be something for us to do uh, on our boats and still be a little socially distanced, but they had a tendency to get a little too close. Now, that said, it was just they were overly enthusiastic to want to get close and, and witness this firsthand because it is quite a thing to to say you were there. Uh, but the astronauts I heard actually, after they got out of the capsule and stuff did kind of do like a little victory lap around boaters and said, Hey man, thanks for uh, waving at us when we landed. You heard about that too, right? I did. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's cool, but it still doesn't justify the risk that they potentially put themselves in. Ah, in who cares? What's well, the worst hey, that could happen? I have to say that, you know, NASA maybe had it right when all the Apollo missions and whatnot, they were recovering these in the, in the middle of the Pacific. They, would hand, have them land near an aircraft carrier. You yeah. didn't have the locals coming out to greet you then. Right. But, you know, but I mean. it does drive up the cost. And so SpaceX, uh, you know, hey, let's just have it splash in the Gulf of Mexico. We can use smaller boats so we don't have to go as far. Oh, we have that problem. Mm-hmm. Or they could just say, you know what? We don't even need to send out a rescue vehicle. Uh, Joe and his little six-pack will pick up the astronauts, you know, once they've been floating out there for a little bit. And then they can shuttle them over. (laughs) You know, SpaceX has got drone ships that they use to recover the uh, Falcon boosters. So, I mean, it wouldn't be too much difficulty to just program the drone ship to go out and pick the capsule up. Yeah, well, maybe. But, you know, that is quite a spectacle to see. You know, we're jaded in uh, Central Florida for rocket launches because we we see them. Uh, But if you've never seen that, it is quite a thing. Um, and I haven't. That is honestly on my bucket list of things to see is, is to watch a, a space launch. I've never seen one. Yeah. And, uh, well, where I'm at, I'm I'm at least 50 miles away, but it's still quite a spectacle to see it even from this far. If you go out to the coast for a launch, I mean, if you get within like 10 miles, you can kind of feel the, the earth rumble a little bit uh, depending uh, on where you're, you're positioned 
for it. it. It's quite a thing. Now, the landings and returning to Earth type of deal, you know, that's kind of a new thing. They didn't do that as much because obviously the shuttles would just land at an airport. So there wasn't much you could witness there. But now, you know, they're going to be bringing these things back onto the boats and and maybe we'll see more people coming back and forth and stuff. So I don't know, it'd be kind of cool. But yeah, you probably want to keep your distance, safe distance, just a little bit. And then, uh, you know, use a telephoto lens or just zoom in with your iPhone. You'll you'll still get the shot. Or, you know, it's, it's really a selfie they're probably going for, you think? They want oh, to get absolutely. the, the astronaut Instagram. Right. And then they want to post it on Facebook and and then tweet it over to Elon Musk. Right. And try, to, try to get him to acknowledge you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was there. Hashtag, I'm so cool. Hashtag, look at me. Right before they, uh, their boat sinks and for <laughs> mysterious the bottom reasons. of the ocean. But anyway, okay, it's something to do. Hey, you know, and I do think it inspires uh, potential aviators. I mean, you know, when you have the space program going, there's a it goes hand in hand with aviation. You'd agree with me on that, wouldn't you? Every one of those astronauts started off as test pilots. That's right. Speaking of inspiring the next generation, uh, you know, you've been following my son's progress with his ratings as he becomes a, a professional pilot. Well, mm-hmm. he just passed his CFI uh, rating just the other day. He's already a multi-engine instructor, but now he has his single engine add-on. So you know what that means? It means he that the guy who challenged to fly. me to, uh, who, who could get certified as a private pilot first, could now teach me how to become a certified pilot. <laughs> Undeniably, hands down, he won that contest. Well, it, it really wasn't, uh, you know. No, uh, there there really was no contest. No, there <laughs> was no contest. That. I never accepted the challenge. He just talked a lot of smack, and, and here we are, you know, a few years and later, and now he can he teach me how to through. Fly. Yeah, and I played my role. <laughs> So it does bring up an interesting point, though, now that he's, you know, potentially going to be an instructor and I'm an instructor, uh, you know, we may not be flying our own airplanes as much. Um, You know, we may be flying other people's or maybe renting an airplane, you know, students and things like that. Right. And, you know, we've all heard that you should get renter's insurance if you're ever renting an airplane to protect your assets. And, you know, in case because the insurance on the airplane is there for the FBO and the owner, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily for the person flying it. And there's, you know, if you do something negligent and damage the airplane, the insurance company could come back to you. Hey, you know, it may not even be your fault, but the insurance company may still, you know, try to get you to pay up. Right. They want to protect their assets. You want to protect your ass. Exactly. Okay. So how would you like to be able to just have an app for that instead of of having to go talk to your broker and, you know, go through all the paperwork and not, wouldn't it be convenient to just have an app on your phone or on your iPad that you could just say, you know, I want coverage for a month, um, for this airplane. That would seem, would uh, that be of interest to you? It would be of interest and it just seems like it'd be too easy. Yeah. That's what I thought too. When I first heard about this, it's like, you got to be kidding me. But Star Insurance, which is one of the bigger names in aircraft haul insurance, has just launched an app where you can literally sign up for month by month uh, aviation insurance as a renter pilot. So if you're going to the flight school and you know, you know what, I'm not feeling so good about my flying skills today. Maybe I should, uh, you know, get a little extra protection you can just open up the app and pay for it with the apple pay or your credit card or whatever and you've got coverage bound immediately and then you sign on the contract and go fly your airplane nice so this is uh well star insurance is the first ones to offer this you think it's going to be a trend 
or we'll have I to wait and see. I would expect that we're probably going to see the others, you know, like a Vemco, you know, looking to see how the adoption works on this and what their response is. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we'd start to see this. Okay. You know, and, and they took it a level beyond just, hey, we're giving you the insurance. Just like Progressive in their snapshot, mm-hmm. if you're if you do good, you know, training and do well, they'll offer you a discount. And they partnered with Cloud Ahoy to collect the statistics on how you're flying. Okay, so they'll track your uh, progress, and if you do well, they'll give you credit for it. And they also won't raise your rates. Well, it sounds good. You can just Google it. I'm sure Star Insurance. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Any of you boys seen an aircraft carrier around here? This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information, and uh, just talking about things to make a better pilot and encouraging folks to learn how to fly. Okay, that's what we do every week on Just Plane Radio. Now, there's a new effort um, that AOPA has gotten behind. and I, I don't know if they put it together or someone came up with the idea, but they've recruited the help of country music star Dirks Bentley, who has performed at Air Venture 
over the last few years uh, for concerts, outdoor concerts and things like that. And also, uh, you know, uh, Michael Goulian. I think I'm saying his right uh, his name right. Is that it, Dennis? Yeah, that's that sounds right. Yeah, and he's like a championship, you know, Red Bull race guy, and uh, he does acrobats and things too, right? Or is he just a racer? I don't know. No, he's he does aerobatics. Um, yeah, but okay. uh, he was what most well known for the uh, the Red Bull Air Race series. Right. So you know, he's kind of like a rock star in the aviation world, and of course, Dirk Bentley is a country music star. Uh, famous in uh, the country music world and, and even kind of a little bit in the pop culture uh, thing. He, well, he kind of branches out a little bit outside of country famous music. for his drunk on a plane yes. song, right? Yeah, probably not the best public service announcement for aviation, but at least he makes it sound fun, right? <laughs> I love the song. and I, As I long think, as he's in the back of the plane and not up front, we're right. fine. Well, supposedly both those guys have been recruited to produce some uh, videos that they're going to put out there to the mainstream media or different channels like schools and things to promote aviation as career paths for, you know, uh, students or just getting more people into uh, learning how to fly and, and to make it more diverse, I guess, too. So, you know, Michael Guliana, I mean, I guess that would appeal to acrobatic pilots or you know just the cool factor to the kids that he's a red bull racer and all that kind of stuff he kind of has that you know edgy kind of cool maybe youtube vibe to him dirks bentley i don't know the chicks dig him maybe you think i don't know if that would be i I may not be looking at it the right way when it comes to diversity but that could just be me what do you think dennis it's probably just you okay all right but but he's a great talent and, you know, if people like his music and they realize he's a pilot, which he is a very accomplished pilot, maybe they'll, uh, you know, think about taking the plunge or he'll uh, promote, you know, uh, to business owners like, hey, I use my plane to get to my different concerts. Maybe you should do this for your business. And uh, you might find that it's much more effective and fun than you realize. So, I mean, I like any effort to promote aviation in that sense. I mean, that's one of the main missions of why we do Just Plane Radio, right? That and you were supposed to learn to fly, but we, we've already beat Well, you point. learned to fly and you became that a is CFI. True. And yes, we, I did. When, yeah. I, when I started coming on the show as a guest, what, eight years ago, mm-hmm. I was a private pilot. Right. That's it. Not yeah. even instrument rated. And look at me now. I'm look about at ready him to now. go take a CFII uh, check ride. Here and your son is as well. So, My son is a CFI, MEI, and he's going to be taking his uh, instrument instructor ride shortly, too. Yes. And even my daughter is still working on her private pilot. Mm-hmm. So. so we've inspired a few folks, at least in the Just Plain Radio family. But, there, you know, we hear from people all the time that like uh, hearing our little updates uh, week in and week out. And that is one of the missions of what we try to do is to promote the activity and have fun with it. I use it a lot. I just kind of got it a little derailed on my... Yeah, uh, I don't think you'd be a pilot. good example for the. No, I am. I'm a great passenger. Program. I'm an awesome what passenger. Not to do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can learn that way as well. Here's what you don't do if you want to become a private pilot. I've made every mistake, so you don't have to. Right. Don't go out and have a heart attack. You know, heart surgery. Yes. Like that. There's yes. that. But uh, find some other guy that can fly you around in his plane. And all that kind of good stuff. Either or whatever. inspire him to buy an airplane to go fly you. Around. Yeah. Hello. That's how it works. Yeah, you know, we we may not have the pull of Dirk Bentley or the talent or the good looks. <laughs> yeah, I could Definitely go on not. and on, but uh, 
I'll just leave it at that. But, but we I, are fanatic about what we do. Yes. We, you know, as most uh, aviation enthusiasts are, you know, once you get into the, this whole vibe, you want to share it with your friends. I mean, that's just. Whether they kinda, want to or not. Right? Yeah. Well, true. It's, it's just a natural progression. So I think it is a, a good thing they're doing. Um, I, I, I don't know about the diversity part of it. I mean, I guess, you know, they put that on there. They want to make, uh, you know, uh, being a private pilot or, or getting into aviation, make it more diverse. I'm like, ah, who cares? If you're into it, you're into it. That's kind of how I feel. But hey, the more the merrier. You can be black, blue, green, male, female, or not so sure what you are. I think it doesn't matter. But all uh, that matters is that you're competent and safe. That's what should be the primary consideration. Exactly. Everything else doesn't matter. I mean, right. pilots are already a small subset of the population. I think we're less than one percent of the population. And we need more. The, we need the, more of them. It doesn't right. matter. And if I can help inspire, if I can help train someone to do that, that I'm more than happy to do it. Well, you know what, uh, how, how it gives back to you is when you become ingrained into the industry and you meet all these cool folks that we have done over the years on Just Plain Radio, uh, you want to share it with more people because like, hey, this is a fun group of people. This is a cool little club and it's probably smaller than it really needs to be. And you don't have to be as, as cool as we are. You know, it is kind of a superpower once you belong to the community. Uh, it's not as hard as you may think. And, you know, that's that's one of the appeals of uh, getting into the activity. But, but once you kind of you know, remove the mystery of what it takes to become a private pilot and, and realize that they can get into it and then they do it. Uh, that That is a pretty cool little thing that you've shared. I mean, I, I really enjoy hearing from, from people like in the fact that you've gone on to be a flight instructor. That's, that's a cool little thing that we've done here at Just Plain Radio. You hear what I'm saying? And we've taken our passengers along for the ride. You learn along with us. And uh, and then you end up having even better experiences than we do. I may not be a private pilot yet, but I'm a perpetual flight student, and I enjoy it. And I'll leave it at that. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.